This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. The funeral is about to begin, sir. We have such sights to show you. I got to warn you. You're doomed to stay. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? I want to play a game. <laughs> Children of the night. What music they make. The box. You opened it. We came. Groovy. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Doing good, doing good, doing really good. Fantastic. Can't complain, you know. It's all good, you know. Nothing's going on here. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. God I'll have whatever damn. he's having. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, doing all right. <laughs> awesome. Great to hear. Well, Sean is not here tonight. He was kidnapped by the children of the corner or something like that. He went to Nebraska. I told him, never go to Nebraska. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Sean Lord. Don't go. Sean, don't go. He's like, he's like it's okay, Ted. I'm, it's going to be okay. And look what happened. But did he listen? <laughs> Hell no. He it's almost like we're watching a horror movie. Freaking silo. <laughs> like, don't go back in that room, dumbass. Don't you do it. Oh, you went in the room. Well, I fucking told you not to. Oh, now you're dead. What'd I tell you? I told you not to go in that room. Oh, uh, so true. So true. So Sean will not be joining us tonight, but he should be back in a regular schedule program next week. But uh, tonight we're actually continuing our Halloween horror palooza. Last week we... Uh, reviewed the Funhouse Massacre, and this week we are reviewing kind of a similar movie, but more on the serious side in Hellfest from 2018. Uh, super Ooh. excited for that. I do enjoy that movie a lot, so that'll be fun to review. But before we get into all that, uh, what have you guys been up to this week? Uh, just watching movies, like usual. Working, watching movies. Nice. Yeah, pretty yeah. much the same. Um... Or did you have more, Ted? I don't want to cut you off. That's okay. I'm always getting cut off. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's got to step I, in when Sean's not here. <laughs> I'm just, I got to make you feel at home. I don't, I don't know what to do now that Sean's not here to cut me off. I just don't know. <laughs> you know, I've known Sean for nearly 10 years, and whenever he's not here, it just it feels weird. Oh, Interrupt me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just uh you know, keeping up with my Halloween fest, October fest. I'm using both names just because I feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> um I went on the light side this week with uh a lot of family friendly stuff like like I started the week off with some Scooby Doo stuff. I watched Scooby Doo meets the Boo Brothers, then I watched the Ghoul School. And Wednesday, I watched Monster's Revenge, which was also the same day I got my Friday the 13th box set, baby. Woo! And that was great. That was a little Halloween Christmas, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and Thursday and Friday, I watched Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values. And last night, I watched Hocus Pocus when I was hanging out with you, Isaiah. And today, I watched Hellfest again <laughs> for like the first time in... Or the second time in two months. Nice. Because <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Well, it was my first time watching it, and we'll get into it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we had my parents' 50th uh, anniversary, wedding anniversary party yesterday, so that was oh, really Oh, congratulations to them. That's, yep. that's a feat. Yeah. a hell of a feat. Kept them totally in the dark, so it was nice. It was a great surprise for them. I'm glad it all worked out. <laughs> yeah. It was. Had some nice speeches. People said mine was the best. And I was like, of course it was, because I'm Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Ted's the best. <laughs> Those people that said that yours was the best, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I only have like one split personality, okay? And he put that it. one split like 16 times. <laughs> 
Don't do math on me. I'm bad at math. <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh if anybody's ever curious and you want to get in a fight with Ted, the uh his weaknesses are apparently now math and logic. <laughs> 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 math I can get around a little bit, but logic I definitely just can't stand. So don't <laughs> just a, yeah, well your face is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny cuz you know, we're cleaning up cleaning up the room and everything and I just sat down next to my nephew. He was on his phone with a, one of his friends playing a game. And I just said, I just started talking out loud. I said, hey, that game is stupid. I was like, you should be playing this other game. I said, "It's your game is dumb. And my nephew's just laughing. And I was just like, shut up and let me talk to this kid. And so he's like, <laughs> okay. He's like, okay. And I was like, hey, your game is stupid. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> That's it's so, so funny. My nephew went up to give his his speech because we were all on the stage at the same time. My sister, her kids. So my nephew went to give give his speech. I told Isaiah and Sean this last night. It was funny when he went up. He went up to the microphone. I whis- I thought I whispered it. Whispering his ear. I said, "Don't screw this up." And <laughs> apparently, everybody heard me and started you know laughing. And they're like, "Can you believe Ted just said that?" And I'm like, "Oh crap." That was just supposed to be a little joke between my nephew and me, but everybody did it. <laughs> but it was fun. They had That's so good. Much, the cake, the cake was freaking fantastic. It was so good. I would hope so for the the amount that you said it was going to be. Oh gosh, it was fantastic. There was wasn't any left. <laughs> <laughs> There were two cakes actually. There's a chocolate one and a and a white one. Nice. And I had both. So did you plan this thing with your sister or and my sister, my aunt, some other members of the family, we all did it. And my mom throughout my mom throughout the past couple of weeks, she's just been like she's like, "Has she told you anything?" cuz cuz the the setup was we're just going out to a nice restaurant, you know, to eat some dinner. You know, you know, very small. And she's like, "Has you told?" And, and I had to play, you know, play stupid, which is very easy for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, she's all, you know, she's all trying to get information out of me. She's like, "Did did did she tell you where we're eating?" And I was like, "No, she didn't tell me anything, Mom. She just said wear something nice, and we're going to this restaurant, and that's it. That's all I know." So finally, we walked in. It was at this. It was at a, a ranch that's near my sister's house. Um, it has a golf course and everything. It's a big golf club. Um, we opened the doors. I'm walking my mom and dad in, and uh, my aunt and uncle who are in on it. My mom's sister, her brother-in-law. We're all walking them in, and everybody's standing there waiting. And it was just such a shock. And I was like, Mom, sorry, I've been lying to you for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I knew it. She says, I knew it. I know when my kids are lying. I knew it. <laughs> That's great. It was That's good. Cool, it, was, it was. It was great. So it was fun. Awesome. Yeah, sounds like you had a pretty good week. Well, what about you, Mark? What have you been up to this week? Well, I mean, how the fuck do I follow that? <laughs> I don't know. You haven't had a problem yet, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I've just been working, playing games, um, trying to keep up with my horror nights. Um, also, I wanted to say real quick, uh, that new intro is awesome. I love it. Me too. I got to do a little bit of tweaking to it, but I, I, I do like it where where it's at right now. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. I wasn't here last week, and I think you said they they didn't hear it during recording last week, but that was that was really cool. Um, so upset I missed last week because that's one of my favorite uh, spooky season movies to watch since we watched it. Whenever, whenever we watched it together, I don't remember. <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, it might have been last year. <laughs> um, but I've been watching. I've been trying this year to broaden my range out. So I really only have 
like two or three movies that I absolutely have to watch during Halloween season. Yep. And that's Halloween one and two for sure. And I'd be really, really upset if I don't watch the original George Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. And those are and every the other ones I interchange throughout the years because sometimes I like do this something different. This year I'm trying to spread out. I'm trying to look at the release year and try to do a vast spread. So I've started off with Leprechaun Returns because that was new and I haven't seen it yet. And Halloween 2018, both of those came out in the same year, also the same year as the movie we're doing tonight, which got me thinking, man, 2018 was a really good year for horror. A lot of good shit came out because I love Leprechaun Returns. That movie's awesome. There was parts of it that made me want to not like it, but then it brought me back. (laughs) There's like a couple of characters that I really didn't like, like the actors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I watched... uh, I know what you did last summer from 97 and then Funhouse Massacre for last week that I didn't show up for from 2015. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Texas Chainsaw 2 from 86. And then we went on down to South Carolina, which is why I wasn't here for Funhouse Massacre to watch Friday the 13th from 1980, the 40 year anniversary. And man, that was so fun. Mm hmm. Oh man, and that that little I wasn't expecting a whole lot and and that interview cuz I think I've seen that interview footage before. I have, yeah. But it was still so cool to see that on the big screen. Um and then I watched 30 Days of Night from 07. Nice. Evil Dead remake from 2013. I, still I got you still haven't seen it. Yeah, that's the remake I haven't seen yet. I it's, it. Ted, you're sleeping on it, man. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's got Bruce Campbell's seal wanna, of approval. I want to pick up the unrated version, but it's always like more than 20 bucks on blue, and I'm just like, darn. What's a, I don't know. If I, I might I might possibly have an extra copy. I would have to look. I don't know for sure, but I might have an extra copy. Every time I go on Amazon to check it up, you've got like the the theatrical cut, which is always pretty cheap, but then you got the unrated cut. It's always like 23, 24. And I'm just like, I'm not spending that much money right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to double check, but I, I might have a copy. Nice. I mean, I have it on my voodoo account. If you ever want to borrow it, just let me know. <laughs> you can just oh, watch it. I, that's how I'll watch it. Then <laughs> it came with a digital code. Um, but anyways, I also, this week, we got the Friday box set, which was super awesome. Woohoo! And I also got what I ordered fucking forever ago, the uh, trilogy pack of Scream. So my next three movies is Scream 1, 2, and 3. Okay. Because I love that franchise. I love it so much. For me, Scream 1 is a perfect movie. And it watching it, I've been scrutinizing little details and everything and looking at this and that and thinking, one, I would really love to review this series one day. And two, I have a theory going on why a lot of, uh, I say a lot of hardcore horror fans don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's because it's the most Hollywood horror franchise there is. I like Scream. I hate Scream 2. I like right. I, I'm going to say, like, why any specific. I'm not talking about people in specific. I mean, as a, a whole, it seems oh, like a lot of horror franchise. fans don't like it. Yeah. I have no problem with it. I like as a franchise. My, my only problem with it was just when when they mention, you know, I mean, they're like, oh, there's rules to a horror film. And, like, people seem to have latched onto that. And people. Yeah. People are like, I remember like people complaining, like they were watching other horror films. They're like, like, this isn't right. These movies break the rules. I'm like, there's no freaking rules. Well, the point, the whole point of the rules in Scream is that they're bullshit because Scream itself breaks the rules. Yeah. So this is uh, the whole point of that. I thought was to show how dumb it was to uh, put these like rules, quote unquote, onto a movie. Right. It was meant to be like these teenagers are being dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, with Scream, I can take it or leave it. Like, I, I, I do like the first movie. It's, it's not my favorite franchise. And then, like the sequels, I never really cared for. Um, it's, it's. I know what you did last summer is the one that I hate. I hate that whole fucking franchise. Well, I know what you did last summer. I don't. I've never seen anyone say this. I've never read it or seen it in an interview. But I personally believe I know what you did last summer was made to rip off Scream. Mm-hmm. Which and it's really funny because that movie came out the same year that Scream Two came out, and Sarah Michelle Gellar was in both movies. Right. <laughs> And she died in both movies. Yep. Yes, she did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but the it's not my favorite franchise, but the first movie is, I would put it in my top five favorite horror movies of all time. Okay. Cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, I am a huge Wes, Wes fan. Same. Wes Craven is a genius. Um, wait, wait, wait. A minute. Wait a minute. Do you guys hear that? It's Sean crying because. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and he's I know not here to defend himself. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. But we've had the conversation a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and I don't, I don't like the excuse that because I'm younger, because a lot of people say that, and I know Sean doesn't mean it that way. I don't just in case you know I don't want to start a fight. But I really, I. I <laughs> I grew up in the 90s and the early 2000s, but I also grew up watching Halloween and listening to Led Zeppelin and, yeah. you know, doing all because I, I, my exposure was more of the 70s and 80s than most kids I grew up with. So I don't think that's a solid excuse or solid reason. I don't think excuse is the right word. But anyways, moving forward, <laughs> <laughs> the last movie I've watched so far this month on my 31 nights is Hellfest. It was my first time watching it. Um, I was really only disappointed by one small thing, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, other than that, I really like the movie. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Anything else you did this week? No, just... Watch movies, play video games, and play Dungeons and Dragons because I am a shut-in nerd. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, this week for me has been kind of a like a roller coaster kind of a, a week. Uh, so as far as watching this week, I, I I also went on Wednesday and saw the Friday the Thirteenth in the theater. First time getting to see it in the theater. It was well worth it. Uh, obviously, the 40th anniversary thing that they're doing through Fathom Events um, that we've been talking about and posting on on social media and everything. So uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I didn't stick around for the interviews because as soon as I saw the interview start, I'm like, oh, I've already seen this like 15 times, so I don't need to stick around for this. So because I, <laughs> I don't know why. I, at first, I thought it was going to be something new that I maybe hadn't seen, but nope, I recognized it right, right away. I uh, thought the same thing. and I uh, did. Yeah, and then on top of that, I, I don't know if it was just – their projector was out of whack or something, but it was like extremely blurry for the interview stuff. So I'm like, nah, I don't feel like sticking around still wearing a fucking mask and having to watch blurry footage now. So I, I skipped out after that. But then also this week I've watched, um, Ernest scared stupid, uh, which is obviously a classic family Halloween theme movie. I mean, you got to love Ernest. Um, listen to Hocus Pocus because <laughs> basically I, you can pretty much say I watched it. I've seen that movie so many times I could visualize it as I was listening to Ted, to Ted uh, watch the movie last night. And then um, been uh, watching, I've been actually going through uh, Adam, Green, Adam Green's uh, Halloween videos that he releases every year. So I've been going through and watching those too. And then Kind of the last movie I watched is uh, was Hubie Halloween, that Adam Sandler Netflix movie, and it's not that bad, honestly. Because I, I honestly I went in there with low expectations and I was entertained. So I mean that's all you can really ask for, and it wasn't like make you want to groan kind of bad. It was obviously cheesy. I mean, it's it is what it is. And it, what I was telling Ted the other night is that uh, it's like it 
the way that they did the movie, it seemed like it was more geared towards family. But then you just have this some raunchy shit just show up in the movie, like an old lady talking about how she was horny, and like <laughs> his his mom wearing these just super offensive shirts, but totally hilarious, like the whole boner donor um, t shirt that's been going around on social media. Like I really want that fucking shirt. That's a fucking awesome. So it's, it's, it's like it's more geared towards family, but then it just had some kind of those raunchy parts. And the way that I described it is it's it, this movie's like the water boy meets Ernest, Ernest scared stupid. So it's 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 funny. I, I think it's worth a watch. I mean, especially if you have Netflix because you're not really having to pay for anything. Just go in there with the low expectations and you'll probably have a good time. It's probably going to be end up being one that I've, I'll probably watch every year for Halloween. I, I I did enjoy it. So that was a lot of fun. I forgot to mention that um, on Friday night after I watched Adam's Family, I watched the new American Pie movie also, and I thought that was pretty decent and fun. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have really have any problems with it except for uh, uh, they use a bunch of classic music, but they're cover versions of it, and I'm just like, gosh, just play the regular <laughs> songs, you know? Like, come on. But other than that, I thought it was funny and. Uh, yeah, I like you know I I like Sarah Rue in it. I thought she was pretty funny as the principal of the high school, the new principal of the high school, and uh, yep, that female Stifler, which I thought was pretty funny too. So I enjoyed it. It was you know not like it was like the greatest thing ever, but it was just entertaining. I yeah, thought. for sure. Yeah, it's nothing ground but groundbreaking, but it, if if you're entertained, it's it's good. Uh, I mean beyond that, uh, I've been playing quite a bit of video games because it's been kind of a uh, kind of a more laid back week for the most part uh just with kind of recouping from going through the process of selling the house and everything which i did finally sign the paperwork on friday so i'll I'll be happy once this next friday comes around because then as long as nothing happens i will be no longer a homeowner and debt free which will be great Looking forward to that, but yeah, other than that, not a whole lot else going on. I, I do need to catch up a little bit because I'm a little bit behind with movie watching just this week and, and everything, uh, just with trying to unpack some and then dealing with the house and playing more video games just because I've been just kind of needing to relax, but yeah. but it, it, it's it's all good. I've, I've got time to catch up because, I mean... This week I'm planning on two movies a night. Even tonight I'm planning on watching Haunt because I, I still need to watch that because I'm still trying to decide if I want to do that pre-order uh, for that movie, seeing as that's coming out here shortly. So, gotta watch yeah, who, that. Who was doing that? Was that Arrow? I think it was Ronin. Ronin Flix? Yeah, Haunt. Haunt is being released by Ronin Flix. Okay. Yeah, it, there's a it's, a it's a two disc edition, which I think doesn't. It's like the soundtrack, I think, and some like the okay. So the, the you have the regular edition, which is just one disc. Uh, otherwise, you have the two disc edition, collector's edition, which comes with uh, some pins, uh, audio CD with the soundtrack, and I think a couple other things. I think even a map of the the place. So. Hmm. Yeah, so that that's running about I think it was fifty four ninety nine for that collector's edition. Otherwise I think it was twenty nine ninety nine for the regular one. I could be wrong on the on the prices, but it's somewhere around there. So the two disc is fifty five. Okay. Yeah. The, the one disc is cheaper, but maybe it was twenty four ninety nine, I think is what it was. I, like it. I don't remember. You can find it on Ronin Flix. We talked about it last week, or just go back to last week's episode when we talked about it. <laughs> I'll go to Netflix anyway and check out what they got. Yeah, that too. Because they got plenty of stuff going on. I mean, even that I Spit on Your Grave set, which is going to be amazing, especially getting the Joe Bob commentary on those movies, is going to be fucking yeah. awesome. So, See, I've got, the, I've got the old Blu-ray for I Spit on Your Grave, and that has the Joe Bob commentary on it also, and it's great. Yeah. It's very tasteful. You, you would think Joe Bob, oh no, he's talking about a rape revenge. No, he he goes into just the history. And I love how he, at the beginning he says, I'm going to say it the way the trailer guy said it. I spit on your grave. 
And that's how he says it the rest of the commentary. <laughs> I spit on your grave. <laughs> that's great. I'm looking, forward, I'm looking forward to his commentary for the second movie, even though I'm not looking forward to the second movie's runtime of two and a half hours. Cause I'm like, that is a long movie for a, yeah. a, a, a sequel to a rape revenge flick from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. I'm like, darn, that's long. I've heard it's like, a horrible movie too, but I was like, I just gotta see it for myself. But right, I'm not looking forward to the time though. Two and a half, I'm like darn. <laughs> Should we're do a whole. Like, a, we're talking like Avengers Endgame level here or something. It's yeah, crazy. or Titanic or whatever other long movies are out there. There's plenty. <laughs> Maybe we should do a series on that reviewing those movies after the that set comes out. <laughs> that could be interesting. But yeah, so I so I basically I got to watch Haunt and decide if I'm going to get that. But um, I do want to give a shout out quickly to um, one of the podcasts on the network here uh, called The Lane Shift. We we did a, a roundtable uh, two nights ago uh, for his show, and we just basically talked about our favorite slashers and whatnot. It was a lot of fun. Um, go check them out. Uh, it, it was a great it was a fun time getting together with some of these other podcast hosts from the network and just kind of just shooting the shit and just talking horror movies and just having a lot of fun doing that. So go ahead, go ahead and go check that out that episode. Cause there's a lot of good podcasts on this network and uh, I'm looking forward to being able to collab further with these guys, you know, going forward. Um, obviously we've got the coming up this Saturday. So just as a reminder, this Saturday we are doing the live stream for Friday the 13th, the game in honor of the release of the Friday the 13th box set from Shout Factory. That's going to be happening at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central on Saturday. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's going to be super fun, super exciting. we got um, a couple of the guys from Dead in Santa Carla that are going to be on there. We came uh, from Beneath the Sea. Uh, Bailey's from that is going to be on there. And then also... Um, Lane Shift host is going to be there too. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super pumped to be able to just be able to play the game with the guys and being able to play with us and get to show them our version of paranoia. It's it's going to be a fun time. Something super fun to look forward to. So if you got nothing going on next Saturday night, feel free to check us out uh, as we play that game. It's going to be great hearing Ted scream again. It's going to yeah, be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. And you know what? We get to we get to show these other uh, shows why we're called the Crystal Lake Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard me scream last week when yep. we practiced again. He's got to work up those vocal cords to get ready. <laughs> that, Jason, that Jason appearing right in front of me scared the freaking crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. Too bad the guy sucked as a Jason, but you know, <laughs> whoever he was. <laughs> or she, <I> don't know. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. I just need I just need my big cabin and I can run around run circles around people. That's what I need. Yeah, so if you guys are listening, those that are gonna be playing with us next Saturday, Ted is good at uh outrunning Jason in cabins. Just just be ready because he he will laugh at you, he will make comments towards you, and he'll generally try to try to piss you off. <laughs> but on so top best, of that the best way to, to fight uh Ted is to catch him off guard. <laughs> Use your stock and let them not know you're there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not only that, but then also we factor in our paranoia thing, which uh, is interesting. And if you don't, yeah, to find out, you're going to have to watch the live stream because it's going to be a lot of fun. Nobody's going to trust anybody <laughs> and while we're playing. It's going to be I'm already, great. I'm holding up in a cabin and I'm just staying there. Forget everybody else. <laughs> 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 But we'll we'll explain more of that during the live stream of of what uh, we do for this game mode that we kind of created. And I'm not saying that we came up with this whole concept because I'm sure other people have probably done the same thing. But it's it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. It's it's one yeah. a different way for to play the game and to kind of get more enjoyment out of it. So we're super excited to share that with them and with you guys that are going to be watching. So be on the lookout for that next Saturday, 8 p.m. seven central. It's going to be fun. But uh, just before we get into the the review of Hellfest, there's just a couple bits of news that I just kind of wanted to bring up really quick. 
Um, first off, we are getting six more episodes of Unsolved Mysteries coming on the 19th of this month on Netflix. So that's super exciting because that, that, those first grouping of episodes that they released are pretty freaking good. I mean, we did talk about that there was like one, I think it was the alien one, that yeah, was, was a little a little boring, but... You're talking to a guy who loves listening to UFO stuff, and that bored the crap out of me. Yeah. That episode was terrible. Mm-hmm. So, besides that, though, I mean, the other episodes were pretty good. Um, but, yeah, we're getting six more episodes on the 19th, so that's something else to kind of look forward to, especially this month with it being Halloween and everything. It gives you a little bit more uh, content to be able to watch. So be on the lookout for that on the 19th through Netflix. Also, uh, now I was talking to Ted about this before we started recording, but Warner Brothers is actually launching a new horror icons brand uh, for Halloween that's going to have exclusive merch all year long. So they are going to be like starting to release like T-shirts and other things that are horror-related. It's going to be an all-year-round kind of thing, not just for Halloween. Um, just kind of looking at some of the, the designs, some of them are pretty good. They've got, like, the one I really want is the Jason Takes Manhattan shirt that they got because it's basically the the poster um, just as a shirt. And it, they got it blended really cool, and it looks really good. Um, some of them look cheap. Some of them look really good. Some of the more original ones that they have for like Freddy and whatnot look, look kind of cool, but it seems like it might be kind of hit and miss for their quality just based off of what we're seeing. But it, it's something at least that they're finally trying to put out, uh, basically merchandise for where they really haven't in the past, you know? So that's kind of cool that they're, they're going to be doing that. So that's going to be launching here. I think shortly. I don't remember. I'm trying to look to see if it had a date. I don't think it did yet. Yeah, it doesn't have a date as of right now, but it's coming shortly, it says. So be on the lookout for that. Um, And once again, that's coming through Warner Brothers themselves. So it's going to be official merchandise. Um, Beyond that, uh, there was a short film that was released starring Kane Hodder, Danielle Harris, and others. It's like 17 minutes long called Stay Home. Uh, so that's something else you can check out. Uh, you can check that out through Bloody Disgusting. So I think it's them that uh, produced it. So that's something else you can kind of check out as well. Uh, beyond that, uh, the last piece of information I had for news for this week is uh, we have a release date for the Blu-ray and 4K Ultra HD for Train to Busan Presents Peninsula. That's coming out November 24th. I, I like the original Train to Busan, so this one's got me excited to be able to see this. Um, so that's coming out, once again, November 24th. I'm, I'm super pumped for that. But uh, that's all I got for news this week. Anything else you guys want to add in? Um, Ouija's Halloween night. <laughs> got pushed back two weeks. And I'm not sighing because I'm mad it got pushed back. It's just the movie's just that bad. But <laughs> that's the news oh, I've got. No, Isaiah took the best news. <laughs> well, so yeah, for for the millions of fans that were anticipating the Blu-ray release of <sighs> Ouija's Halloween Night. You have to wait two weeks. It's October 27th now. <laughs> Why don't you sigh one more time? Ted, you're reminding me of a bit that the... What's-his-name did after the... After he got stabbed in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the vampire henchman guy. <laughs> ah, e, ah, and he dies, <laughs> and he gets back up. Ah, <laughs> that movie, Halloween, that movie disappointed me because I thought it was just going to be a fun, goofy movie from Full Moon, and it just wasn't. Maybe I need to watch it again, but I don't know. I just it went really. What was really sad? It was just like. 
that's the movie that gets dedicated John Carl Beekler. I'm like, this is the movie that gets a dedication for him? I'm like, this? I'm just like, oh, gosh. <laughs> he deserved He deserves so much better than <sighs> Squeegee. <laughs> oh, anytime I think John Beekler, I think Friday the 13th Part 7, and that's an amazing fucking movie. Yeah. Yep. I think it's just all the great effects that he's done. I like Troll, the first of the very first. Yes, time. I love Troll. Troll is a fun movie. It's bizarre, but it, that's what makes it fun. <laughs> the dude who played uh, what's his name, uh, Atreyu from A Never Ending Story, plays Harry Potter. Yes, Harry Potter existed before the Harry Potter books. <laughs> <laughs> And before he passed away, John Beekler was trying to get a remake off the ground, and he said, I am not changing the names because my Harry Potter was first. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, darn straight, man. Take that, J.K. Rowling. (laughs) And I'm not hating on Harry Potter or anything like that. I'm just saying his Harry Potter did come first. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Very, very true. All right. Some Some people theorize that J.K. Rowling might have saw Troll and then the name just stuck in her subconscious and that's where Harry Potter, the name, came from for her novels. Hey, (laughs) maybe. I mean, that's a possibility. You never know. We miss you, John Carl Beekler. R.I.P., buddy. Rest in peace. All right. Are you guys ready to review Hellfest? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our... All right, let's go ahead and take a look at 2018's Hellfest. VIP passes to help us. What is that? It's a traveling horror night. Has horror mazes in it. <laughs> you will totally lose it in there. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, right? <laughs> Why are we signing a waiver? Well, because the liability is. Hey, bitch. A couple years ago, some girl got totally gutted. Killer left her body in the park for three days. They thought she was a freaking prop. Some people are just evil. They walk amongst us. You think you're scaring me? No. Move. Look, the more scared you seem, the more they're gonna come after you. You have to just play it cool. Help me! Please help me! (laughs) Just do it. insane right Mm -hmm. yeah real (laughs) the same guy's been following us the entire night you take your job too seriously this really isn't funny dude scared right i can't arrest people for doing their job welcome to hellfest hello all right hellfest was released on september 28th 2018 directed by gregory plotkin had a budget of about $5 million, uh, made about 18 worldwide, estimated. Uh, this movie was actually supposed to be the start of a uh, like franchise or trilogy. Obviously, that hasn't happened as of yet, as we have not heard rumor of uh, another movie being made. Because uh, I guess the original idea was to make a prequel as well as a sequel. So I don't know if they're just going to kind of explain the backstory of the the killer, the other, 
which is his name in this, which I thought was kind of a badass kind of a name, um, being known as the other, or because I mean you've got like the shape for Michael Myers, so I, I thought that was kind of cool. But obviously, nothing's come to fruition regarding that. I mean, obviously, we could still see either sequels or prequels or whatever the case may be. It just hasn't happened as of yet. Uh, this movie is pretty freaking good in in my opinion uh, like like we said last week uh, when we reviewed funhouse massacre that's kind of more of a a comedy version of of this kind of a story whereas this one's more of a serious version of it with murders happening at a funhouse or carnival whatever the case may be uh i think this one i know it gets a lot of flack from a lot of people which is most horror movies anyways but I really enjoyed this a lot. I thought it had a good scare factor with it. I The music in this, like the score, was fucking incredible. I like the look of the mask. And actually, the mask that they used in this was designed by Tony Gardner, who designed the ghost face mask for the Scream franchise, as well as the baby face mask for Happy Death Day. So, uh, once again, he knocks it out of the park with, with the mask that's used for the killer in this movie, which I thought was great. Um, but, uh, on top of the fact that they were planning for this to be a franchise, they were, they were wanting to do it kind of like either paranormal activity or saw where it was like a new, um, movie would be released every year uh, around Halloween in October. So that was kind of their original idea, which, which would have been kind of cool if they could have pulled it off. Um, it may be dead in the water now who, like I said, who really knows, especially with everything that's kind of going on right now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I, I, I really like this movie a lot. I love this movie, too. I saw it for the first time, like, a month and a half, two months ago, because I had bought it from Amazon for, like, four ninety nine on Blu-ray. So, mm-hmm. And uh, I love it. I love the atmosphere of it. I love that, you know, it's like the Funhouse Massacre, except it takes it. It's actually serious. Um it's basically the those are two these are two movies that are two sides of the same coin. Yeah. They take place in a carnival fest uh festival what is that festival theme park type place. And uh of course Funhouse Massacre you got a bunch of crazy people who took over the place and this one it's just one guy stalking people wearing a mask and I thought that was pretty cool because you know like what's ha- what happened in the movie was like um security guards like you've just described 15 people here who work here <laughs> wearing a mask and, you know, freaking people out. So he's like, what do you want me to do? You know, he's like, were you hurt? No. Well, you know, you came here to get scared. You got scared. No, I got to go do my job. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's what would really happen in real life. I mean, it's just like, you know, you, a guy in a mask was after me. Well, you know, that's kind of the point of this place. <laughs> people are after everybody. So Not in the you know, bathroom I'm, though. Yeah, not in the bathroom, but again, what are they going to do? Shut the park down because one guy was in the bathroom? I mean, no, no, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. But yeah. I thought that security guard was a jerk at that part, personally. <laughs> it's like, man, even if it wasn't an actor, it was a lady being attacked by a man in a bathroom. That's That in itself is pretty creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to call the cops, but you ain't got to be a jerk to her about it either. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I mean, true, but he could have been like dealing with a lot of stupid crap that night. That, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, but I mean, what you said is completely right, though. Somebody got attacked in the restroom. You're just like, okay. But I mean, I like the characters. Even the character, the the sh- what was her name, the short haired uh, blonde character who's pretty much like a d bag. But yeah, I I, I, I didn't hate her. I, I thought she was fun. I don't know. I just I really like. I didn't like the character, the actress. I don't really care for her that much. I think she's a scene stealer. Yeah, that's that's my opinion. I didn't even look who the actress was for that. Taylor, I've seen her before. She's in the Scream TV show. Yeah, that's kind of her big claim to fame. Was that? Oh, I didn't. I I didn't mind the character in in the movie. I I pretty much liked all the characters. Yeah. It was different. I liked I liked how it showed off a lot of the um, attractions at the uh, at the Hellfest. I thought that was cool, like the Funhouse stuff. Yeah. 
there's some tense moments in the movie too like the guillotine scene i thought was just like holy crap that's first time i watched it i was just getting ready you know for like that head to come off i'm like right? oh, man it's gonna be terrible yeah i was just like oh crap but i loved it, <laughs> it tense. i don't the know what the tense too i thought that was tense whenever she was sitting in the thing by herself the uh all oh, the ride yeah. when it stopped yeah it was, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like these you have uh the two couples before her <laughs> they're all making out then the camera shut the camera switches to her <laughs> i just started laughing because you just by yourself unfortunately her date was brutally murdered already and they don't even know it yet <laughs> got his head crushed. which i thought it's not like a one-of-a-kind thing but i it's not something you see a whole lot where the uh in this kind of movie, you got a like final girl type character and then yeah. a love interest. Usually they don't die that early in the movie. Yeah. And, and, thought, he, was, I, and he was the first one in their group to die. I yeah. like that. That was, yeah. I didn't expect him to die. I thought, well, maybe he's going to come back to like try to save her at some point and then he's going to fail and he's going to die towards the end of the movie. But yeah. this one, he died early. And I really, that was like old breath of fresh air, I thought. Yeah, it, it kind of throws you off. And I, I think I was reading somewhere last night that they did that on purpose because of that. They wanted to just be like, well, we're going to take out this main love interest right away. So then you're just kind of like, you don't know who's going to survive. They yeah. do the same thing in like uh, Lost After Dark. I don't know if y'all have seen that. That's a really good 80s throwback horror movie that came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you think this girl's going to be the final girl, but um, nope. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was really, it was different. I liked it. it it's, I mean, you know, you got to switch things up. And so yeah. Cool. And Definitely. so I agree with this too. When, when he died, I was just like, ooh, that's nice. He's, they're, they're the, I had a, a running theory watching this movie because I thought, like, in the beginning, you start out, it shows his first kill. Like, I think I said it was like two years beforehand. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And he killed the girl, and then it, it pans back to this the, this group of people. They're getting ready, and then you see him stalk another girl that had just talked shit about all these actors because at the the horror attraction, calling them yeah. freaks and saying they suck they're and this scared. and that. They're not. And scared. then he kills her, and then he goes after the boyfriend because he's stealing stuffed animals. I thought I was just like, well, so this guy loves the art and he's going after people that are like disrespecting the art form of terror attractions and stuff. Because remember, she even our our main girl, she even said, you don't scare me. Mm -hmm. Remember that when when they're in that little classroom set up? Yeah. She's like, you don't scare me. And she's like, you're going off script. That that girl, the girl's hiding behind there. The one that he was after, the one that said, you know, they're all freaks, and yeah, that he targets her and her group of friends. <laughs> well, then later on in the movie, he takes uh, Taylor, the short-haired girl, and that just threw that out of the window because, as, as far as I could tell, she'd be like the model. Uh, customer for those kind of people because she's super into it. She plays along with everything, you yep. know. So then it's like this guy really doesn't have an apparent motive, which kind of made him a little more scary. Yeah, which yeah, I think I it really adds to it. It's, yeah, especially if he doesn't really have like a set motive. Yeah, it's like you don't always need a motive. No, I I think the motive, the lack of motive, makes it more scary. Yeah. And thank God they didn't give him a fucking backstory in this movie or try to explain uh, like where he came from. Jesus Christ. We have that they started that at the, end. at the end. They did a little. Yeah. And uh, it, it kind of left it open um, because he didn't, like, towards the end, they wouldn't show the front of his body. Yep. And, it, and he wasn't walking or moving like he was injured, so they left it open like maybe there's another one. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe they H2O'd it and she stabbed the wrong person. Very possible. Because yeah, that mask was like pretty yeah. common upon the workers there. Yeah. When they faked the ride breaking down and then somebody would crawl into the car with whoever was like by themselves in that car. All those people had the same mask as the killer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which that was like one of the most tense 
moments in that fucking movie yeah, was all that these card. People that have the same mask down, you're like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's like, oh, they do this. They fake breaking down the ride, and somebody crawls in to a, <laughs> a car with somebody who's you know by themselves. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. So creepy. <laughs> I love it when that guy, like, when they get to the Deadlands, is what they said. That guy, like, runs and grabs Taylor and runs off with her. And then she comes back. She's like, he smells like a, he, he smells like a, what was it, a homeless man's butthole or something? Yeah, like yes. a homeless man's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, how do you know what that smells like? And she says, like, oh, it's uh, Grant's mom or something. <laughs> I was like, jeez. <laughs> like, That's hardcore, man. <laughs> so I good. thought watching this as if it was like an actual horror attraction that like we could go to and buy tickets to. I thought like the creepiest actual attraction they had was after they got out of the, the ride, these uh sack children came out of the mists to escort them into the Badlands, and I thought those kids were creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Jesus I was just Christ. thinking, man, if I was there and I had to take this kid's hand, I would be a little on edge. <laughs> what are you going to fucking do to me? Because they're, they're hyping this place up, and they haven't been there yet. They're like, all, this, all the rules are out of the window when you go here. They can touch you and this and that, and then yeah. that's the first thing you see. They're like, come with me. Come on. Let's go play. <laughs> Mm. no thank you (laughs) i'll hard pass (laughs) what about the uh the one where they could pick the two different mazes and it was like your worst nightmare and what the other one was like sleep like a baby (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then the the girls go in there and then there's like a legit dr satan just chilling there what about like the nuns crazy. at the at the Catholic school set up? It's like we'll make. Was it what did the sign say? We'll make decent girls out of you yet, or something like yeah. that. <laughs> something like that, yeah. <laughs> and then she like slams the ruler because they're talking too loud, and they're like zombie nuns or something. It's so <laughs> so cool looking. I wish some of these haunted attractions around here look like that. Jesus Christ, looks so cool. <laughs> We got one in South Carolina close to us that's a lot like that, but on uh, it's a lot like Hellfest, but on a very, very, very much smaller scale. Yeah, it's got like the DJ with the the high quality makeup and the actors, and it's got escape rooms. It's really cool, actually. It's called Mad World. If anybody's around the uh, Greenville, you should go check it out. Oh, very cool. Can't talk about this movie without talking about Tony Todd, of course. Oh, that's my biggest disappointment about this movie. We needed more Tony Todd. Yes, <laughs> you hear his voice throughout on the on yes, the speakers, like oh. narrating stuff or, or announcing stuff. I mean, and then he has one scene where we physically see him, and that's it. That's I was so that, bummed when he wasn't in there that much. That makeup that he had was so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, children of the night. Yeah, I definitely agree, though. He, he, like, he was in there for a few minutes of screen time, and then otherwise you just hear his voice. That was very kind of disappointing. Well, from the trailers of the movie, I expected him to be, like, in it from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he'd be right there when you first get to Hellfest, and there'd be, like, kind of like how... Uh, was it uh, the the DJs and everything was set up at the uh, Funhouse Massacre? Yep, in the center, just talking to everybody. I I expected that, but with Tony Todd, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. On the other flip side, though, I mean, even though that was kind of a bummer, of they used a lot of good practical effects in this movie. Which... I agree, except for one effect the mm. needle in the eyeball was not very good yeah i mean <laughs> but with that being said i mean they did use a lot of good practical effects in this though or even yeah. if it, oh if, yeah even if sure. even if some of it was cgi i really couldn't tell uh a whole lot 
if some of them were CG or not. But uh, overall, I mean, the effects were pretty good in this movie, which is a major plus, if, especially if you can't outright tell that it was necessarily CG or not. Which, uh, yeah, I mean... At least it was practical. I mean, mm-hmm. it could have been crappy CG. <laughs> yeah. You could tell it was a paper mache head, essentially. Right. <laughs> With like one working uh, eyelid. <laughs> how about the uh, the scene where he smashes the guy's head on the tester strength machine, just like in Funhouse Massacre? Mm-hmm. I enjoy I th- it. Cause I thought I Funhouse like Massacre did it better. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Because there's a lot of... It like kind of cut away quickly after the the mallet hit the guy's head. His head exploded like a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that could have been a little bit better with how they did Oh, that. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I just thought Vanoss Massacre did it better. Right, right. <laughs> it would have been great if we got a little bit more gore, especially with that kill. It would have been nice to see a little bit more. But it is what it is. I mean, it was still pretty good. It was still effective. Yeah. Nonetheless, so. But, um, yeah, the other thing that really made him very creepy as a killer, I mean, it was he was very plain looking, which was nice. It, not a whole real elaborate, like, get up, just a hoodie and that fucking mask, and then him humming that fucking Pop Goes the Weasel. That was <laughs> fucking creepy. That was great. I love that aspect that and then you mix in that score that they had for the movie which is pretty stellar i mean ugh, like i said in the beginning the atmosphere of this movie was fucking phenomenal phenomenal couldn't ask for a better um, atmosphere for the movie oh it was it was so good the all the lighting effects um the, the editing was done great in this movie mm-hmm. um i think for me what makes this movie most solid was Natalie as a character. I thought she was such a fucking kick-ass fucking final girl. Yeah. She didn't take shit from anybody. She paid attention to her surroundings. She learned what was going on. She learned like she learned what the damn sensors were to set off all the effects in the mazes all while this is going on. Like she shows great uh, situational awareness under pressure it yeah. was it was just so good to watch. Definitely agree with that. Yeah, she was yeah. definitely not like just one of those. I lack a better term, like an airhead kind of final girl that doesn't really know what she's doing and basically just gets lucky. No, she she was pretty pretty badass for you know what she had to work with and everything. So yeah, she reminded me of the the main chick from um, Your Next. Yeah. A lot, yeah. where she's like, I'm not taking this. You want to kill me? Fuck you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Another great movie. <laughs> oh, fucking classic. I love that movie. But, yeah. Uh, anything else you guys kind of want to cover with this movie? I want another one. Um... I don't know what it would look like, and I don't know what I want out of it, but I know I want another one. <laughs> see, and that would be great. I, I, I would also like to see another one and maybe use uh, one of the other masks that he had because, you know, he had, he had that cabinet of masks at the end of the movie. So, you know, him using a different mask in a different location, kind of doing something similar, I mean, it could be good. I got the impression that those were masks that he had already used because the one in there was from the very beginning of the movie. Right. So it might not be, but that was what I thought. And I, I wouldn't doubt that that's the case. But, but what I'm saying, just saying is, is using a different mask. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit of a different look in, you know, a, a sequel or possible more sequels in the future. So it could be really good. And just changing up the location a little bit, even if they don't do it in a fun house, you know, maybe do a different kind of situation. I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's room for you to go a lot of different places with this franchise if you were to decide to make additional sequels to it. Yeah. I want to know what's the deal with 
him having a daughter or whoever that was at the end when he, he you know, he at the end he came home and um, she was like asleep on the couch and she woke up and he gave her like one of the stuffed uh, animals, whatever they were. Yep. Yeah, he got that from Taylor when he killed her. Yeah. So she's all like, "Daddy." Yeah. So yep. it's just like, "Oh, okay." Um dude's a dad. <laughs> killer's a dad. That's different. <laughs> this is kind of a nice little twist at the end. I mean, I didn't re- I didn't really see that part coming, but uh, it was also kind of not like needed either. Cause like you were saying, it was kind of adding more of a backstory that we probably didn't really need, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, it wasn't a bad way to end the movie. I don't think it's just, it didn't really add anything ultimately, you know? Right. It's just a, a general cliffhanger that you see in movies nowadays, just in case there's a sequel. Yep. Usually there's not, but, just in case. <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, uh, if you guys were to rate this movie, what would you rate it? I, mean, I give I, it a, a three and a half out of five. Um, a couple things would have made it better. More Tony Todd and... Being that it was it was a pretty serious for the most part, I thought maybe a little bit more humor to balance it out would have made it a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, and my main reasoning for the three out of three and a half instead of a four is because I gave Funhouse Massacre a four and I thought it was better. And it was a pretty similar movie. Yeah, I I'm gonna give it a four because I really enjoyed it. Like a like Funhouse Massacre, um, I enjoyed it for being uh, serious. And like I said earlier, it's the both movies are two sides of the same coin, yep. and I really like this coin. So <laughs> I think it'd be like a cool double feature to have. Um, yeah, like watch one and then the other, or a triple feature if you put in the Funhouse from the early eighties. Yeah, yeah, Funhouse too, or a quadruple feature if you had in Trick. <laughs> it's very you true. Still need to watch. <laughs> Man, this is getting one busy movie night. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> or adding in Haunt. <laughs> yeah, let's call Joe Bob. Is he busy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I give it a four. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Great. And I'm I'm right there with you, Ted. I'm I'm a four out of five as well. It probably would have been higher if it would have had more Tony Todd, because that was kind of a letdown, especially him kind of being kind of a top billing for the movie, so being the fact that you only see him for a couple minutes and then only hear his voice throughout the movie, that was definitely a major letdown. Um, so definitely four out of five for me. But uh, otherwise, I mean, I, I don't think, like, I'm I'm on the opposite side of Mark. I, I don't think it needed the humor. I, I like it when it's just straight, supposed to be kind of scary. Uh, so that's what I really liked about this. Because I, I do love Funhouse Massacre as well, and I know I rated them both, I think, the same. I think I, think I gave them both four out of five. So um, like you said, Ted, it's kind of flip sides of the same coin. I I think they're, they both do good for what they are. Um, I I don't think this one needed any humor at all. um, Like Funhouse Massacre did uh, or had rather, but yeah, I I, I would definitely give it a four out of five for this. And as always, we'd love to know what you guys thought as well. You can always reach out to us through our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS podcast. We do definitely appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. Uh, Once again, this Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, the live stream of Friday the 13th, the game to celebrate the Friday the 13th box set release. And next week, we will be reviewing Trick or Treat to continue our Halloween Horrorpalooza. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I love Trick or Treat, so that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about and uh, watch this next week. But... Any final words of wisdom before we leave? I'm all wisdomed out. (laughs) All right. Uh, Use the buddy system, man. You go to a place that's uh, unknown to you or your friends. 
don't just be like, oh, you guys go ahead. I'm going to go back here and try to get this cute chick a fucking stuffed animal. <laughs> right. It don't matter where you're at. You don't know where creeps are, man. Use the buddy system. Don't be stupid. Don't be in a horror movie. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.